let's take a moment to reflect on the meaning of true devotion and commitment as we listen to Elder Gary B. Sabin tell how two members of his family showed that they were all in in their devotion to God. There was a car rental company with a GPS system called Never Lost. If you make a wrong turn once you put in your desired destination, the guiding voice does not say, you fool, but rather in a very pleasant voice says, recalculating route. When possible, make a legal U-turn. In Ezekiel, we read this wonderful promise. If the wicked will turn from all his sins that he hath committed and keep all my statutes and do that which is lawful and right, he shall surely live. He shall not die. All his transgressions that he hath committed, they shall not be mentioned unto him. What a fabulous promise. But it requires two alls to receive the promise of the third. Turn from all, keep all, then all is forgiven. This requires being all in. We should not be like the man who, as the Wall Street Journal reported, sent an envelope filled with cash along with an anonymous letter to the Internal Revenue Service, which said, Dear IRS, enclosed please find money I owe for past taxes. P.S. If after this my conscience still bothers me, I'll send you the rest. <laughs> That's not how we do it. We don't hold back to see what the minimum is we can get by with. The Lord requires the heart and a willing mind, our whole heart. When we are fully committed and all in, heaven shakes for our good. When we are lukewarm or only partially committed, we lose out on some of heaven's choicest blessings. In reality, it is much easier to be all in than partially in. When we are partially in or not in at all, there is in the Star Wars vernacular a disturbance in the force. We are out of sync with God's will and therefore out of sync with the nature of happiness. Isaiah said, The wicked are like the troubled sea when it cannot rest whose waters cast up mire and dirt. There is no peace, saith my God, to the wicked. Fortunately, no matter where we are or where we have been, we are not beyond the reach of the Savior who said, Therefore, whoso repenteth and come to me as a little child, him will I receive, for of such is the kingdom of God. Behold, for such I have laid down my life and have taken it up again. As we continue to repent and rely upon the Lord, we gain strength as we come full circle in possessing the humility and faith of a little child, but enriched with the wisdom born from a life of experience. Job proclaimed, The righteous shall also hold on his way, and he that hath clean hands shall be stronger and stronger. It was Tennyson who wrote, My strength is as the strength of ten, because my heart is pure. Our son Justin passed away at age 19 after fighting a lifelong disease. In a talk he gave not long before he left us, he shared a story that must have resonated with him about a father and his young son who went into a toy store where there was an inflatable punching bag in the shape of a man. The boy punched the inflatable man who tipped over and immediately bounced back after every punch. The father asked his young son why the man kept bouncing back up. The boy thought for a minute and then said, I don't know. I guess it's because he's standing up on the inside. In order to be all in, we need to stand up inside, come what may. We stand up inside when we wait patiently upon the Lord to remove or give us strength to endure our thorns in the flesh. Such thorns may be disease, disability, mental illness, death of a loved one, and so many other issues. We stand up inside when we lift up the hands that hang down. We stand up inside when we defend the truth against a wicked and secular world that is becoming increasingly more uncomfortable with light 
calling evil good and good evil, and condemning the righteous because of their righteousness. Standing up inside in spite of difficulties is possible because of a clear conscience, the strengthening and comforting assurance from the Holy Ghost, and an eternal perspective which surpasses mortal understanding. My 97-year-old father recently passed away. Whenever someone asked him how he was doing, his consistent reply was, Well, on a scale of 1 to 10, I'm about a 25. Even when this dear man could no longer stand or even sit and had great difficulty speaking, his answer was still the same. He was always standing up inside. When my dad was 90, we were in an airport, and I asked him if I could get him a wheelchair. He said, No, Gary, maybe when I get old. And then he added, Besides, if I get tired of walking, I can always run. If we're not able to be all in the way we are presently walking, then maybe we need to run. Maybe we need to recalculate our route. We might even need to make a U-turn. We might need to study more intently, pray more earnestly, or just let some things go so we can hang on to those things that really matter. We may need to let go of the world so we can hang on to eternity. My father understood this. That was an excerpt from Elder Gary B. Sabin's talk, Stand Up Inside and Be All In. Thank you for taking a moment to reflect with us here on BYU Radio.